0: Hi I'm Jennifer and I'm Matt. This podcast is your regular dose of uplifting, inspiring and motivating life-changing tips and success strategies to help you create the wealth, health, lifestyle, passion and prosperity for your own life that you want to create. Welcome to The Prosperity Project. There's times in life that regardless of what's going on perhaps you're not feeling as joyous or as prosperous as you think or would prefer to feel. Now on today's episode of the Prosperity Project podcast we're going to be touching upon what does control actually our prosperity or our joy in life. Do we have direction to it and also what to do when we're running on empty. So I've now entered my 40s. Now, I know you've been there a couple of years already. I've been here for a little while, yeah. (laughs) But to the people listening or watching this on the Mama Far 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 channel, I've just entered my 40s. It was my birthday a couple of weeks ago. And I think this decade is the one that I'm gonna be embracing my imperfections, if if you know what I mean. I think, and that's what's inspired this podcast. I think there's times where all of us, well, it's not meant to be Mary Poppins. Life cannot be consistently on a high. And I wanted to touch upon actually What do you do when you're not feeling at your best. You're not feeling as happy as you could be, and and I think this draws on my own experience. I know I'm an incredibly passionate person. A passionate can also mean highly emotional, but in a great way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. With sense of purpose and direction, I'm the person for the job. Like enthusiasm, I'm there. But equally, I can be quite critical and quite hard on myself. I want perfection. I want to feel that I'm doing my best self. And I sense, and I think for the past couple of years in particular. I've been highlighted actually on being imperfect and maybe trying to overcome that or get okay with some things not being my strengths and also some things that I'd like to work out of myself and one direction is when I do feel that I'm maybe not as joyous or prosperous, and I think this is a really common thing. What do you do? And I was remembering today, you know, when your twenties and your thirties, how life seemed so easy. You know, you get up, you go to work, maybe you go to uni. You didn't have a family, you didn't have anyone, perhaps that you had to you know share a flat with or house with. And life just seems now, in reflection, a lot easier. And it got me thinking in particular about the news this week. So the news this week has been talking about petrol crisis Yeah,
1: we seem to have run out of fuel.
0: We seem to have run out of fuel. Now, I will say, we're in Glasgow, if you're watching this. We don't seem to be hit that badly. We've had a couple of days where um, we've not been able to get petrol in one particular one that's nearby us. But generally, it seems okay, a I think, little bit I think harder we, to get.
1: we had... Two days of madness Mm, around here where lots of people are trying to get fuel suddenly. But ultimately we've realized that when the places run out of fuel, the next morning there was fuel. fuel, So because of that, then I think all the drama's disappeared and everyone's quite happy with the fuel situation. And it's really not as bad as it is elsewhere. I think population wise we're better set. So that means You've got less people. Yeah, we've got less people. And also that means that when everyone has topped up, Mm. then there's less people that need it. Like everyone can be done in a Mm. day or two which means that you don't need to worry about the third or fourth day. Once yeah. you get fuel in, then everyone's done what they need to do anyway. So yeah, we're all good.
0: Exactly. And I've found, actually, when we're talking about physical petrol, I tend to fill up my tank maybe twice a month. Like, we don't tend to yeah, we do don't, that. We don't have to travel journeys. about. The, the kids school our two boys. Their school's not that far away. And we don't walk there. It's not quite that status where we can walk there every single day, although we probably, we probably could if we really had to. Most of our journeys were home-based or we're maybe going to the shops. We're not doing a full spectrum of normal activities because we're still kind of in a bit of lockdown-esque, you know. Things, some things aren't mm-hmm. open as much and things like that. But for me, I didn't notice there was a petrol crisis because my tank has been half full. So, you know, when I started the week, when everyone else was trying to get petrol, I, it wasn't an issue for me. I could drive past the petrol station and think I'm okay. You know, it made me aware that maybe when I'm a quarter full, rather than, you know, when you just get that little, what's it, like one eighth or one sixteenth? I thought, right, okay, when I get to a quarter, I'm going to then look for a petrol station and I'll find one. There's a couple nearby. But it got me thinking also, if you're an electric car driver, you must be really smug, right? (laughs) You must be absolutely loving it. We don't have electric cars yet anyway. And
1: the thing about all of this, about electric cars and petrol and diesel, Mm. And everything else is actually everything that's been going on has been probably a, a state of perception Yes. as far as how you see things so for example an electric car driver maybe a few months ago mm. was thinking oh, i've got a few long trips and i've got to stop for a longer period of time yes, yep. which is a little bit frustrating but yet recently the perception would have been oh well i made the best choice ever <laughs> um, and it's quite interesting that a, a couple of weeks prior to the apparent crisis mm. We had the same issues, if there were issues, with the amount of drivers of HGVs and things. Yes, and yet we didn't have any challenge with fuel. Mm. And then suddenly there was a fuel problem. Mm. Now, interestingly, I think when it first started, there are only two or three petrol stations that had run out three for whatever BP. reason.
0: I don't know. We don't want to dig too deep into but the But
1: ultimately, the crisis was ultimately generated by the news reporting a little issue in one area. Yes, yeah. And then people suddenly thinking, oh, that seems like a problem. Mm. I beg it onto it. It's like the news almost said, um, yeah, we're out of fuel a little bit here, but don't worry. You don't need to panic. Wink, wink. <laughs> and actually, don't panic. Don't don't fill up your tank. Wink. I think, really is don't there not it. going to be
0: a shortage of podcast episodes soon? Wink, wink.
1: <laughs> no, go. but the, 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 the thing you find is that ultimately it was perception yeah yeah and in that perception ultimately if you act on your perception yep then drove. you end up generating a reality absolutely that backs it up.
0: and it drove a human fight or flight response right everyone moves either to, from fear or to faith and so people needing fuel obviously for their jobs or moving about or just going to take kids to school anything in life you automatically the first thing you thought of when you read this or saw this was i best fill up And just like I was saying, like I had my tank was about half full at the start of last week when it all kind of kicked off. For me, I went in the mindset of once I get a little bit lower, but more than my threshold, normally I'm just going to be aware. But it also made me think about, well, depending on what type of fuel you needed, really, was there a shortage or not? If you needed something like petrol that was finite, less deliveries potentially, then there was only so much to go. To so many people who needed it. Diesel seemed to be a bit better at the time. And as I joked, electric, well, they're super fine. They've got an infinite yeah. source for their stuff. But it led me then to think about filling up our metaphorical tanks, if you like. Mm-hmm. And that sense of, you know, what happens if you're going through life feeling that you are running on empty? Those people in the queues, when they were running on empty, are just about for petrol you you know what it feels like when you're down to the last couple of bits on your fuel gauge I'll tell a story very quickly okay so I've only ever once broken down due to lack of fuel right shall I tell you why go on <laughs> okay so at university I had a beautiful green old school Mini Cooper this was probably my second car I think it was in third year at uni okay and it was gorgeous it had the white stripes old old Mini Cooper not one of these new ones it was an old I one I think yours was a 1997-1998 model it's, so
1: beautiful. when you say old
0: and it had a I a,
1: mean it's, re- it's relative it's not really that old <laughs> in my, in well, my younger
0: mind. Than me, <laughs> but
1: but ultimately um yeah 1997 1998 minis yeah. really nice vehicles before they were bought out by Super the BMW fun. group Yeah, and um yeah you'd really love another one I think. Oh,
0: I think I would if there's anyone willing to give me one that'd be amazing anyway sadly so I had this old mini for basically going from my house outside of Glasgow into Glasgow uni and that's where I went so every day I was maybe doing half an hour there and half an hour back now, the petrol, if you can imagine the size of the... And I'm demonstrating the size of my hands if you're listening to it. But it's small. And so the fuel tank was small as well. And I just got it. And I remember my sister was in the car at the time. And so I hadn't learned to read the fuel gauge yet on it. And what happened was, I think it was only about the second or third time that I'd filled up. And I was usually in the habit of a Sunday night before uni, fill it up. But I actually thought... The, the full line was, no, I'll say that the right way. The, the empty line, I actually thought meant that it was half full. So if you imagine the dial, instead of going from like 12 o'clock to 6 o'clock, as you know, full down to empty, yeah. it only had 12 o'clock to 2 o'clock. And I didn't really I thought there was another little bit where it was maybe down to 4 or 5 o'clock was empty. So when it was sitting on 3 o'clock, it was telling me Jennifer you're empty but you thought it was just a partial gauge I just thought this car's amazing it keeps going right so one day we're going into uni I've got my sister in the car we're going in for our first lecture and I'm like all of a sudden I put my foot on the gas
1: and and nothing's happening
0: we're on the motorway and it's stuttering and I'm like my car's breaking down right so pull over and this is if you know glasgow it's um at the kingston bridge and so it's the ma is the busiest part into glasgow and underneath you know the bit underneath the bypass but so managed to get actually onto the side thankfully but i've built up traffic like there's no way to describe it so phone the aa and there enough the guy comes he's checking the car and he goes yep you've no petrol and what happens when that happens well I won't give you too many stories. Basically, I think you can actually get penalty points if you break down without petrol on a motorway. I didn't get penalty points, but he did take us to the petrol station with the jerry can and then get it back. So I never lived that down. I'm always mindful of petrol. But it got me thinking about, you know, the scenarios where we're having to keep going and you maybe think that your marker is, I've got halfway, I've got, you know, I can get through today, might not be feeling it, but you know, I'll get there, I'll find a source. And with the current situation, we know that people are taking those primeval, those reaction, those survival instincts. Mm -hmm. And I think when when you metaphorically feel like you're running on empty your instincts also kick in and you're going to either default to, okay, what can I do to make sure I get my source to top me up or what am I going to do just to get through, to get to the petrol station, to to almost make it to the side of the road if I need to. And my whole vision for my life is to make sure that I do want to experience happiness and joy every day. I, I open this by saying I'm a very passionate person. I want to feel like I'm giving my best work all the time. And I, I feel it's that passion That can also make me very sensitive if I don't feel that every day is lighting me up. Now, the other wisdom is that I've learned over the other years as part of my own journey and to find out about me and how the world works is joy is part of it. But it doesn't need to be every single moment, but we do have an active choice when we're not feeling as joyous, to make a decision in the process. So nothing needs to go on around us to make us feel happy, we can decide. And, you know, that's something that I would hope for anyone listening to the podcast as well, if you feel like you are running on empty, I really hope today we're going to cover a couple of points that I know in my own experience learning about joy. And I'm not perfect by any means, but the more I realise everything kind of coming from the inside out, the difference I'm seeing in my life.
1: But the thing is, when you compare your joy to the petrol situation, mm. unfortunately, there, there are two ways of looking at it. You can either be the person looking at everyone else and saying, oh, they're not being topped up. So therefore, I need to go and do that as well. Or you can be the person that goes past thinking, oh, look at those idiots. I'm fine. <laughs> I've I'm, got
0: electric. <laughs> I,
1: well, or, or I'm not really, I know what journeys I've got over the next month. Mm. I know that I'm not desperate. I know that I'll get fuel because ultimately there's actually no underlying issue. Yeah. Yep. So I can apply a logical step to it. And therefore I look at things and think to myself, I'm not sure why everyone else gets themselves in a pickle. And that can apply to when we think about our own worlds and whether we're, running on empty or whether we find that we're maybe emotionally drained Mm. is that other people around us sometimes can feel like they're maybe struggling with things and then that can bring us down or it can give us almost permission to feel that way ourselves if we look at other people and say oh they're not maybe as productive as they could be or feeling as in flow as they could be so therefore it's okay for me to Mm. or you can go the other way and say well hold on these other people have got it easier than me and yet they're struggling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yet, look at me, I've got it tougher, and I'm just motoring on, mm. no issue at all, not getting bogged down by things. So, I definitely think that when you're feeling empty, it's very subjective. Oh, One absolutely. person's empty yep. is another person's plenty.
0: Overflow, yeah. And
1: also, as you mentioned, for yourself, I think you can find that sometimes the things that you found to be um joyous lighting you up giving you inspiration Mm. can then potentially feel like a burden at other times yeah all depending
0: on how you feel in the moment or what you're viewing from and i i wrote in our notes like literally the same situation can be heaven on earth to somebody and hell to earth on for somebody else right or even for the same person for the the same (laughs) exactly is that me on seven days (laughs) probably you know um and so the first thing i want to cover is how do we know the difference then? between discovering joy and developing joy. And I think this is really key. I think there's a, a distinct process that actually makes the two different occasions where joy can be felt very unique. I think we hear in a lot of books or a lot of online literature and podcasts, you've got to find your joy. It's out there. Basically, that's the word thing, you know, it's out there for you to find the right book, the right product, the right outfit, the right job, the right career, everything is out there. You've got to find it. And I'm going to suggest that actually it's not out there at all. It's an inside job. It's something developed. You know, like a picture gets developed over time. Remember when we we were young, had to get the camera. It's developed rather than discovering it as we're led to believe by a lot of people. Yeah, I'd agree with that. We've got to develop it. And it's that process. Now, the world tells us that joy, I think, is like a secret out there. Like how many books are all about, well, if you do this combination, you get up at six o'clock or five o'clock, get up at five o'clock, meditate, pray, do some exercise, journal, say your affirmations, boom, there's your medical.
1: Yep, and then suddenly you're delighted, you're happy, everything's working wonderfully. Exactly. You found the you secret. You found the
0: secret, exactly. Yep. And,
1: and that's it, you should be now happy and joyous for the rest of your days. Yeah,
0: and I think there's also a, a pressure from social media um, if you're maybe not using it the right ways that you're seeing everyone's highlight real, right so not only that are you being told that joy is out there to find you're also seeing things that appear like other people have the joy and you don't like nobody's going to post a picture of themselves in a fetal position or you know upset or you know their worst day when they made a rubbish meal or something But like yeah, that. you're not
1: going to see someone on social media sitting there saying you know what i, I burnt my chicken nuggets mm. and i'm feeling bad about it mm. it's like Well, why would you feel like that? (laughs) Well, you know what? I'm just feeling emotional right now. And that was the last straw. So now I'm crying into my burnt chicken nuggets. (laughs) Like that will happen. It's the same as um, other people on social media will have a cold, but you're not going to get a photo of them with like tissues all around them, sitting in their um, hoodie. Yeah. With you know red nose and goodness knows what else going on Mm. you just don't get that imagery i mean that's real life people all have these things but it's definitely it's always a highlight reel so therefore you're right you're comparing yourself to everyone else's best and everyone else has apparently found the secret or the the miracles that are available to happen and even though you've read some of the books you've been to some of the sites you've listened to some of the podcasts you've not found it so that actually can make you feel like there's something wrong with you yes. because if you've got the same tools as everyone else and everyone else is flourishing yep. then why are you the only idiot still standing there exactly feeling like you don't know what you're doing
0: and the emphasis is that joy is almost passive so we touched upon it's a secret out there you've just got to find it in the right place you've got to pay enough money being the right mastermind that's it you can find happiness and you know I, when i'm reflecting on my, my previous decades i think joy was more passive the longer you live, it tends to be that life gives you different scenarios to stretch, to grow you, some positive, some negative. And I think as you go through life, you actually become very aware that it's developing that joy. It's an active choice because everything that goes on in your life is almost you decide whether it's a plus or or a minus in your column, if you like, like a, a balance yep. sheet almost. I'm going to take this situation. I mean, t- we actually had an episode last week that was all about what you carry in your backpack. So, whether you add the rock, if the rock's going to make you stronger, if it's going to build your muscles, or if it's adding more to hold you down, it's an active choice. And joy, I think, is more subjective than we've been taught in the world i think it's definitely something that as you said is very different from person to person as well and i think there's empowerment that comes from realizing what will fill your tank might not necessarily fill someone else's and that's absolutely how it's meant to be it's not meant to be that somebody has a secret for you
1: and also what fills your tank on one day it won't do it another day mm sometimes you'll be comfortable driving your car with very little fuel in it because you've got nowhere to go and other days you'll think yeah but what if i want to go here i better refuel i better get some more because otherwise goodness knows what might happen i might run out so it's all about your mindset as well which can change and that's that's the challenging thing i think about joy it's an inside job for sure you've got to find out ultimately what your joyous state is where it comes from what things what activities what um outside influences what what's going to fuel you and fill you up mm. and lots of books can suggest different things that might do that and in all likelihood a lot of these things will do but until you can actually identify how they're going to fill you mm. up then there's not much you can do with it if if filling yourself with joy means getting up at half five in the morning yep. then yeah it might well do but Until you realize what you're going to do with that, (laughs) you're just a lemon sitting there on the sofa at half five in the morning wondering why you're up so early and that you're tired. It doesn't (laughs) mean anything until you give it meaning. Mm. And that's the same for all of these secrets of joy, of success and everything else. Everything works. Everything absolutely works if you can find a meaning and a purpose behind it. But there'll be times when you can't. And if Mm. you haven't discovered how to find joy within your own journey then all of these secrets and all these ideas and suggestions aren't going to be able to resonate Mm. until you've kind of explored yourself.
0: Absolutely joy and prosperity is not the absence of problems and I think that's also a lot of the things that we might see in social media and the newspapers it glamorizes almost the easy and not not the easy life a life has to be absent of any hardships or any struggles and Our natural state will be that that we will go through daily life. No man's an island. You're going to interact with people, each person with their unique perspective and each scenario and things like that. And it's definitely a culture where almost it can feel like it's encouraged to get rid of your problems to feel happy. But I actually think that the problems are the secret sauce to build the happiness from the inside out. Like how many people believe that you know well if I leave this marriage or relationship or this workplace that'll be I'll be happy and I particularly see this in the money field and um, that you know it's people hear maybe about the fire movement financial independence retire early and it'll be like okay I will sacrifice everything right right now because this day when I have enough investments I will be allowed to be happy because I won't need to work for anyone else and in some scenarios of course leaving that toxic workplace is of course of your journey leaving that toxic relationship absolutely makes sense but the gift could also be that if those if it's not toxic if it's not damaging it's not getting rid of that thing it's actually using that relationship or workplace to just smooth out some of the ways you feel about how you're creating your joy in your life
1: well you also see a lot of people that maybe money has been a challenge for mm. them and obviously you cover that on your channel as yeah. far as how to budget invest and be better with your money but ultimately there are plenty of people that have won lotteries Absolutely. that have won significant amount of money not even necessarily you know 100 million pound jackpots or anything like that but significant money that mm. can make a difference and it brings them no more joy because ultimately you can solve particular problems like a relationship, a job, finances, whatever it happens to be. But unless you're exploring actually where your joy comes from, so rather than removing things, actually what's going in? What do you want in your system? What do you want your outlets to be? How are you going to generate that joy from yourself through the things you do, the people you speak to, the activities you take part in? Where's your your validation coming from for yourself without that these temporary fixes they're, they're not really fixes all they're doing is ultimately just shifting one thing away that actually isn't the fundamental issue doesn't mean that they can't help
0: yeah exactly Exactly. they can
1: absolutely help they can absolutely be part of some of the issue to give you space to explore actually what you want to do where you want to be mm. but they don't removing a poor relationship will not generally make most people suddenly delighted and happy all the time.
0: I know. And that's the thing, you've got poverty issues. You know, if you don't have enough money, you're gonna have different problems and different ways that you're gonna be challenged. And similarly, <sighs> if you've got money, and it's the same in relationships. If you're single right now, you might think, oh well if you're married, if I was married, I would be happy. I'd be you know, I'd have that feeling. No, marriage just brings different types of Issues or problems that you have to work through. You've got two people's (laughs) people's rubbish in a same house. Right, and two people's (sighs) identities and all that kind of stuff. And we think we're chasing a feeling with joy. And what we're actually doing is, I believe, it's a mindset that we need to create before the joy then develops. So in everything... I talked about the filling up your tank. Okay, if you feel that you're struggling, that you're running on empty, here's what we want to give you with this podcast. We want to give you a way that instead of relying on something physical, the petrol, the diesel, we want you to be like the electric (laughs) car drivers. We want to give you something that is infinite and where you can get your resources from by developing the sense of prosperity and joy for yourself. So there's this fantastic way of looking at how humans interact with the world so we tend to think that our circumstances drive how we feel it's actually the opposite way so there's a process where you'll think you'll then start to feel something and then do actions and create your circumstances so you see it's very different from how we're maybe conventionally taught like i will react i will feel good i will be happy when i physically can see something in my world It's actually everything that you think then becomes a feeling, becomes the actions that you drive. and, And you can
1: actually see that in practice. If you go to work and you feel like people are talking about you or that your boss isn't happy with some of your work, just have that in your mind before you get to work that day. And you'll find that your interactions with people is more stifled. It's a lot more uncomfortable. Then um, things become potentially a little bit more awkward. You become a little bit more bitey back to people. Absolutely, yeah. And ultimately you've generated something off of a mindset that you've had and then the emotional response to that when in actual fact there was nothing in the first place. Yeah. And I think we can generate that in lots of areas of our lives. Ultimately, what you want to perceive, how you expect things to be, will be exactly as they are because you'll respond as if that's the truth from the start. So at which point then it becomes the truth.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so what I'm trying to suggest here that prosperity and joy, I believe, is a beforehand decision. Okay. Okay. So it's the thing that happens even before anything's outside in your world, completely inside job. So, what I'm saying is, I believe that in most situations, we can make a, an active decision beforehand about how we're going to take this and be use it for good, add it to that plus column. There's obviously circumstances that we cannot predict, that we cannot influence that happen to us. You know, a marriage breaks down or a loved one passes away or something happens to you that somebody else is responsibility for. that. You've no way of predicting that and then deciding how you're going to feel in the moment. But most of the circumstances where we can have influence, I believe that it's the act of choice in developing the joy, choosing to seek out the prosperity in it, the meaning behind it, the way that I can actually use this for good is a game changer. Um, and I think the thing that came really to mind here was a lot of people, when they're feeling sad or in the, the extreme, so when I was in hospital for the couple of weeks after my mental breakdown, I was with people who were also in difficult situations so they maybe tried to hurt themselves they'd maybe tried maybe chronic cutters or you know alcoholism drug addiction um, a whole host of different things and we're all in together going in there and telling somebody you just need to think differently I agree it, it sounds barmy, right these are people who are really you know if you said that to them they can't think differently in that moment what I'm suggesting here though from my own experience is I equally know that the solution isn't only giving them a medicine you know a medication to make them better you can't give yourself a medicine to make you think and feel differently what it can do is kind of put a little buffer if you like you know something medicinal but I think it's very much a combination of of needing to have a different mindset a different thought process yes and for some people
1: you're in a position where you need assistance to gain that and for some people you can find it yourself and what's interesting about mindset actually is I think all of us have either experienced in our lives or seen through other people those people that are just happy and delighted all the time
0: like puppies (laughs) well they just
1: seem to that they light up the room they're always happy and then also no doubt everyone will know someone that it just saps the life out of everything (laughs) they just complain about stuff you don't want to take them out to a restaurant because you know they're just going to be that pain that's complaining about how long things take and and what's going on and i think that when you're looking at your joy your prosperity and how you feel I think it's a muscle ultimately mm, that mm. you exercise. And those people that you find are often happy and joyful and they're not putting on a front necessarily. Mm. It's not like they go home and they cry into their cereal in the morning or anything. But actually these people are genuinely, they, they see the positivity, they see the joy and they approach things with a, a joy from the get-go, which means that they get to see that in return. Yes, And yep. I think it really is a muscle that if you exercise it enough, if you focus on seeing things a particular way, expecting the best Mm. almost, expecting that good things will happen, expecting that you'll do well, that something will go exactly as planned, that if there is a hiccup that you'll be able to resolve it and make something better off the back of it. By practicing that, by exercising that muscle, then it becomes easier. And then you can become, rather than Debbie Downer, like the person that we, we really don't want to spend time with, we can be someone not necessarily to the other extreme because that person that's happy all the time can sometimes be a bit irritating as well. <laughs> but you can find yourself in a place where you're on that spectrum in an area that you're, you're happy to be, mm. that you're, you're more comfortable being and that you find that maybe you don't allow yourself to get defueled as often. And actually you feel more uplifted because you're better at recognising mm what influence your mood has on the outcomes of your day.
0: Absolutely. So what controls the joy in our life, if we were being honest? Are you still in the situation where it feels like the external controls how you feel, how prosperous you feel? Or are you more of a person who's starting to develop from the inside out? You know, what setting how much fuel and petrol you have on every day. And what I'm going to suggest here is that your joy and purpose and happiness comes completely from where you decide is the source. And when that source that you choose to select, whether it's internal or external, that will be then also when it runs out. Mm -hmm. So if you decide that leading your life, it's going to be circumstance, it's going to be external, then just expect that that's probably a finite resource. It's kind of like the petrol at the pe- you know at the station. That at some points there might be other people who need your time and efforts and things like that. They may suck it quicker than you realise. It might also be that you've not got the opportunities that potentially it was getting a, the latest clothing item or listening to the latest song or the latest book or you know it was it was all out there. It was more and more and more. I'm going to suggest that. There might be times where that runs out, where if we make the source from the inside, from deciding how we're going to feel about something, I truly believe that's infinite. I don't believe it will ever run out. I believe it'll it'll develop over time. And I kind of like think of that as the electric, like those electric cars, right? They have to charge it. They have to go home. They have to maybe plug in every once in a while but then they're good to go they've got their tesla they're looking for the supercharged stations and the petrol crisis hits the external hits and they are okay
1: but also in that same example people do have to go home and they have to put the cable into the car they have to make the effort to make sure it's charged they have to do the work to put it in place so it's not like it happens by magic or through thin air there is actually actions required in order to put that all in place to make sure that there's enough fuel to make things happen. And also, you know, if you're going through a stressful time, or in this example, a longer journey, then you'll need to top yourself up along the way. That also will happen. But the key is that you're ultimately being driven by your own decisions and by your own actions, rather than the the waves of the world driving you and bashing you around to where they want to be.
0: Mm-hmm. I think what I've learned as well, when I feel the lack of joy or prosperity in my life, it then allows me to not feel joy and prosperity in a ripple effect on my area. So I feel when I get into those moments where, well, you know, this isn't going right, or I'm not happy about this or not, I then can't enjoy other areas so I'm almost missing out on seeing the joy in my family, in my work, in the things that we've created. and that's when I know I've given up my power source to something external I've given away, what i should be creating from the inside but
1: we all do that don't we i think that like if you step on the scales one day and they're not telling you what you want to hear then suddenly your phone's being slow and the kids aren't getting ready for school on time and the weather's a bit too wet and why is the floor always like this and why is that plant overgrowing and mm-hmm. why is this happening and why and, and you just annoyed at everything because one thing has ultimately taken your fuel away and then you're just frustrated with things. It's very easy to allow one thing to knock on to tons of other things. And then just after one small thing is ultimately giving your emotional balance a little knock. Then everything sucks. Absolutely. And I think that that happens to so many of us at times. We get not even really bad news
0: no it's just, it's just one it's thing it's just the one thing that the, uh, what's and, it, the straw that brought the camel's back that yeah
1: and, and often it's an area where maybe we're feeling a little bit more emotional around it so maybe we've tried to get that promotion at work and we've put in the extra hours and we've sucked up to people that we don't really like <laughs> and we put a lot of our time and effort into getting that promotion and then we find that we don't get it mm. so mm. because you've almost invested into that and then you haven't reaped the rewards from it mm. then that sucks i'm not good enough everything sucks everything i do is stupid and doesn't count <laughs> and we can continue to beat ourselves up for days and weeks at a time and some of us can get ourselves into a really deep funk for long periods of time mm, about mm. that and that's the thing it's a lot of these situations are very short-lived you can overcome them quite quickly and it's Just about that perception piece. If you can isolate the downs as much as possible and not kind of just throw everything away when one thing is not Mm, really going mm. as well as you can, then that's the way that you become someone that picks themselves up faster. Mm. Again, it's just that habit Uh of ultimately keeping yourself in a place where you focus on the good where there's good. Mm. And if things aren't quite ideal, then at least you isolate them and then you can work out what's wrong with them because if you decide that everything sucks (laughs) then there's very little you can do very little within your power Mm. if you're going around and noticing that all the petrol stations are shut ultimately if everywhere shut you can't do anything if only one petrol station shut and you know Mm. that all the rest are open and they've all got fuel then it's suddenly not as big a deal
0: love that love that so if you're having a bit of a joy or a happiness or prosperity crisis What's the first thing I would say to do? Well, just as we've kind of described, I'm going to say to you, check your source. What's the source that you've maybe been using for it? Have you been relying on the petrol? Have you been relying on this situation, that person, that thing happening in the future behind you, to the side of you, whatever? Have you been making that your source or have you been giving that the source of your power? And I think it all very lies into one thing. I think it's about a decision and a focus. I think the the moment that we realise all we ever have is right now, the present, and also where our attention is given. So, like, right now, I'm giving you my full attention. We're here. But also the people there, hopefully, know that they mean a lot to us and we're giving them our focus. We're giving some wisdom that we've been learning to hopefully help them. And... It's being in that moment, knowing that you don't have to do anything to feel joyous or prosperous. It's all about simply recognizing where your source comes from. with well, those times where it feels like you're running on empty? I bet that if you could just recheck where the source is coming from, you'll be able to top yourself up just as quickly and get back on your journey again.
1: And also it's worth saying to yourself when you're feeling negative about something, whatever it happens to be. When you're feeling like you're running on empty, well, have you felt like this before? Mm-hmm. Or have you sorry, have you been in the same circumstance before and felt like actually you were full and ready to go? Because then you can frame it as potentially being definitely an emotional state and maybe that allows you to explore it a little bit more logically and then explore why you're feeling that way and hopefully reclaim the joy that should have been there all along Mm. if you were joyous in similar circumstances previously. Yeah
0: and as being someone I mentioned about hospital the past couple of years I've had to be very acutely aware of when i'm feeling good and feeling bad and that has been my ultimate mission is actually being okay i want to make sure that i'm checking in on myself and aware of how i'm feeling so I know what it's like if you feel like you 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 can't go on or, you know, this this is not how life's meant to be. I just can't. I'm, I'm running on aim- the fumes. I literally think my car is going to break down on the motorway. that I'll need someone to rescue me. I would say it's just that one, even if you can take one moment or one hour or one day, a slight even shift and say, no, I'm going to check where my source is coming from. Even if it means just that day instead of, being in bed you decide to go and wash your face that's your win for the day and then the next day you say no I'm going to wash my face and have a shower just there's no rush you can take your time you can change you can change your source at any point in time um, and it really it's something that I know has made a huge difference in my life when I felt I was running on empty and it allows to to keep me topping myself up
1: more and more and also remember that as good as you might get at these things there will be times when things bog you down when you find it more difficult and that's okay too you know we're we're not perfect we still (laughs) struggle with these things of feeling like we're running a little bit on empty when in actual fact there's no reason to feel that way or at least there's no perceivable reason why i should feel that way that's just human nature i think ultimately the more you want from life the more you expect from your world then the more you can feel like maybe your actions or the things around you aren't helping to deliver that, and then your perception can be a little bit skewed away from reality because I think a lot of us have very high standards for Mm. ourselves Mm. and for the people around us. We want more. We want to do well. We want that pay increase. We want that bigger house. We want the holidays for our family. Mm. We want Mm. these things. And that's where it triggers the emotional state because if we're not able to do all of that instantly, then... It puts us in a position where we feel like we're failing in some kind mm-hmm. of way. And it's, it's really hard to get over that. But I think a majority of us are better than we realize at these things. And what we can't do is in the moments when we do feel bogged down, when we do feel like we're running on empty, to allow that to almost create a label for ourselves mm-hmm. as so if that's who we are, that's where we are. Most of us are in situations where we will have these triggers, we will have these moments, we will feel like we're not everything we can be. But what we have to remember is we don't feel like that all the time. Yes. We don't feel like that that often and it passes. And therefore, it's okay to give yourself permission to temporarily feel like that. As long as then you're looking at how you're going to refuel yourself moving forward. And
0: maybe change your resources, change your source for something electric. <laughs> we really should have an electric car sponsor for this episode, but we don't, but never mind. Well,
1: electric car sponsor <laughs> or a um, vintage mini? as a choice.
0: Let us know in the comments if you're watching the video. But thank you so much for listening today. I i hope this episode has blessed you and given you food for thought. And if you have been running on empty, just know that you're not alone. And we hope that it maybe give you a little bit different perspective that make sure that you can take back your resources and take back your power once more because the world needs you and everything you're meant to be and i'm I'm sure that it'll just be that little thing that will pr- catapult you to something even better.
1: And if you have enjoyed the podcast today, why not subscribe to the video channel if you're watching us, or if you're listening, then you can press the subscribe button in whatever platform you're listening on, and then you can catch all our episodes moving forwards. And also, if you are watching on the Mama Fofo channel, why not give it one of those big thumbs up, <laughs> big likey thumbs things. up, and
0: leave us a comment? We love it. So yeah, if you have enjoyed the podcast today, we have all over sixty episodes on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, wherever you're listening to if you're watching on the mama fur channel there's a couple of episodes you can go back and have a little watch as well we'd love you to mix and match if you prefer listening to us you prefer watching us you can do whatever you want. even listen multiple times on different if you're maybe doing your workout you could watch us and then in the car anyway i'll leave that to you to figure out but thank you so much for listening today we'll speak to you very soon